When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the awesome folks at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Plus also the wonderful folks, the very jolly folks at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. And you can catch all their jolly NBA podcasts today at Hoopheadspod.com. And if you can support any of these great causes this holiday season, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, with COVID ravaging the NBA and really just being a problem that's out there as regards to trying to field a team for many of these NBA clubs, more games and more games are being canceled and postponed. There were more than a couple games that were canceled on today's slate. One of the things I do want to mention is that the Lakers, with several players still out due to COVID health and safety protocols, and a coach, Frank Vogel, who's out with health and safety protocols. And it got to the point where even the broadcasters on the TV and the radio side are out with health and safety protocols. Maybe the league, (laughs) maybe the league should have done something for the Lakers as well and given them a break because of the fact that they could only field so many players right now. Their, their lineup was pretty much, they played nine players one of which was still playing for the CBA G League team. The other of which was just a recent signee and actually a pretty good signee at, at that. And we'll talk about Isaiah Thomas here coming up in a bit. But maybe the league should have done the Lakers a favor and canceled their game too or postponed it. But you know what? They didn't. They went through it. And despite having a terrible performance in Minnesota, and hearing the news that Anthony Davis is now out after getting Luxy at his knee, in Chicago, he's going to be out four weeks with an MCL knee sprain. The Lakers gave a spirited effort and actually had the lead for much of the second half until faltering late in a 115-110 loss. I don't really want to go ahead and, and really get on the Lakers. Maybe just the, the late game execution, I think, maybe needs to be shore up. Turnovers were still a problem. 
But you know what? This team played hard, and I think they took a lot from Isaiah Thomas, who wants to stay in the league, has making a statement that he wants back into this league and wants to stay in this league. Will it be with the Lakers? We'll talk about that here in a minute. But the return, even with all the COVID absences, we did have a return as well of Trevor Reza, and we'll talk about how that may help the team going forward. We'll wait and see. But here today to talk about the game and the effort and something I get, even though they lost and even though we don't like to talk about moral victories, I think you probably should take away that this was kind of a moral victory, even though the team lost. Is a good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, again, I'm not going to go be too hard on the Lakers because you got to understand where they're at as far as how many players are still out in health and safety protocols. They gave a spirited effort. LeBron, after struggling initially, played so well for most of the rest of the game with 31 points, 14 rebounds, six assists, played center most of the time during that process, two block shots, only four turnovers. Russell Westbrook followed it up with 20 points, uh, kind of uneven performance for him, but eight assists and nine rebounds, 21 points from Carmelo Anthony because he was asked to shoot and shoot he did, five of 12 from three. And Isaiah Thomas giving you 13 points as far as the lift is concerned. Again, I don't want to be too hard on the effort. The defensive lapses were there because they simply can't field a good defensive team right now. But all in all, I think you got to take some positives away from today's game. For one thing, this game had the feel of a of an exhibition game in of sorts, you know. And while the league is not formally suspending play like they did back two years ago, they are in a sense suspending it because that's what the Lakers are in. The Lakers are in probably uh, probably at least a 25 to 30 game suspension, which is the number of games that Anthony Davis is likely to miss. Uh, that's 22 games is the average for the partial MCL tear like he has. So whatever the Lakers do in the next 30 games, 25 to 30 games, probably is going to be a lot like what we've seen right now. You know, they'll probably play around 500. They'll probably, and and fortunately, the other teams are going to be in the similar situations. And so it's going to be very difficult for any team to suddenly change how they've been playing over the next probably month of COVID, you know, really influenced lineups. The league just came out and approved the league and, and the players association have come out and approved that each team can sign a replacement player for each player who is, uh, comes down and has to go leave because of COVID protocol. And it's not counting against the tax. And That's it doesn't count thing. against your tax and, and salary cap. So they are going to keep the league open and they're not going to cancel games. And this will, will ensure that teams will have enough players so that you may not know any of those players. And, and uh, it it's could be a boom for a lot of guys who are hanging at the edge of the league. It'll be a boom for a lot of guys in the G League. I think they're having a G League exhibition going G on. G League showcase, yes. Showcase, and uh, all of the general managers now are going to be flocking to that place. And uh, Really? They should all be brought up by now. There's <laughs> going to be not much of a showcase if all of them are already playing in the league. Well, you figure, I mean, at one point we had 13%. Let's see, there are 30 teams times 15 players. If I calculate the math, that's 450 players. Is that right? Yeah. 30 teams, 450 players, and 13% of them had COVID. 
we're out because of protocol. So that's, uh, you know, maybe 70, 65, 70 players that you're going to have 60. That's a lot of slots getting filled up. Yes. I mean, we're going to get so many Woj and Chums bombs that are, you know, over the next couple of days that, you know, you wonder who they're going to end up with. The Lakers can sign four more guys. I don't think they'll do that, but I think no, they'll man. at least maybe sign one more. But yeah, it's, it's going to be the chaos of the lineups that you're going to see over the next month. It's sort of like, well, we're going to put the league in suspended animation, put everybody to sleep. There'll be a few changes because some teams are going to be hotter than others and some teams will be hurt more than others. But we'll start up again, you know, in another 30 days after Anthony Davis, at least for the Lakers, it's like this. Uh, and then you have the Anthony Davis penalty on top of COVID. So I've read it about five times already, Gerald, and thought it about a million times that this year is starting to look just like last year. Uh, you know, I mean, the deja vu sensations that you're getting as you watch these games are, are like goosebumps up my back, man. I mean, it's just, this is going to be the third totally different kind of season that we've had in a row, you know, and we won one of the first two, you know, it's not impossible that we could pull out a miraculous comeback. I mean, Anthony Davis has already announced that he's um, he's going to be working on his body and getting a lot of rest and going to come back really fresh and, and motivated. So it's that's, that's half of what we got out of that four-month holdover, you know, last time in the bubble. So maybe the AD coming back late in the season, maybe that's the formula that Anthony Davis needs to be a championship player. And that's all they need to do is stay around 500 because as you and I both see when yeah. you look at the Western and Eastern Conference standings, there's a ton of teams right around 500 staying at 500 or yeah. being right around 500 or even being a, just barely above yeah. 500 may get you a fifth or sixth seed, maybe even higher. Yeah. And and it's going to be hard for anybody to really mount big campaigns the way that and things are going to get worse than they are right now. I mean, I, I wish, I hope and pray that that's different, but I don't expect that. I think Omicron is going to just destroy this country. I have big concerns over just all of the contacts that are in my bubble now, just because... You just can't isolate yourself for so long, you know. I mean, I got three gang- grandkids that I'm hugging, and God knows where they've been, you know. Um, and it's the lady who touched my hair, you know. And uh, you know, you go on and on. And and the players, I'm sure the players, it's the same thing. Forty percent of them haven't been boosted. You know, the CDC needs to come out and basically say that fully vaccinated means that you've gotten at least two shots plus a booster shot. If you haven't been boosted by one of the mRNA vaccines, then you're not fully vaccinated and you can't go to any of these events and you have to follow these other rules. And, you know, they're just, they're so afraid of, of they're so afraid of the way that this has turned into a culture war that now you you can't even get the CDC and the, and the FDC to agree upon things as to what are, what is the situation? What should people do? And it's so confusing. That uh, you know, and the players probably feel the same way. So we're in we're in for a monkey bars ride for the next month to see what happens. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where 
here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse, every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Once again, it's the Lakers falling short to Chicago, 115-110, and a very spirited performance, but ultimately falling short in the fourth period where they had a lead for much of that period of time. But I will say, again, great performance by LeBron after starting off sluggish. I want to go ahead and close out the show. We talked about Anthony Davis. Hopefully he will be on the mend, and hopefully he'll be well-rested when he comes back in about three to four weeks. They'll start to take a look at the knee and see if it's starting to shape up. Maybe we'll get the Lakers all back together by that point in time. But one of the Lakers that did come back was Trevor Reza. Played 15 minutes, hit his only shot, a three-pointer. Didn't make or assert himself yet because obviously it's his first game. Still getting back into the thick of things. I mean, I'll tell. I told you before, if he can give his, if he can give us 15 solid minutes of defense and, and some shooting, that's all I'm going to ask for at 36 years of age because he's not LeBron at 36. Right. He's Trevor Reza, 36. So I want to hear your thoughts, Trevor Reza coming back into the lineup. What do you think he can do for the team? He's not going to be the savior because he is 36 years old, okay? But he's six foot eight and 225. And we don't have we don't have guys that size. You know, that's you got LeBron James is the closest thing to it, and and we really need Big Ben. I mean, especially with Howard out and uh, you know, it it it's become our Achilles heel is, is playing these, you know, it's, it's a great to go small and play three guards, but one of those guards is always going to get picked upon by a six, eight guy. And it's nice to have Trevor Ariza to stick in there to fill that role. You know, there's some interesting things about the game that I, I think are kind of cool. And I'd like to get your feedback on those, Gerald. Sure. Who made up the starting lineup, I think is an interesting topic. Was this Frank Vogel's starting lineup? Have you heard anything about that either way, or or was this Fisdale? All I always say is, yeah, or was this Fisdale? Because David Fisdale sat as coach of the game. Yeah. I really kind of liked adding Isaiah. Thomas. I liked it. I liked it getting a chance to start because you knew he would have the energy to go ahead and bring some because that's something they didn't have on Friday in Minnesota. And bringing him, who's on a ten day, who's literally just auditioning for himself for the Lakers. He's and not the afraid. Rest of the to, he's not afraid to play with LeBron and Russ and, yeah. and uh, take a big time shot. Absolutely. And yeah, and I'm no. glad that he got, I, I thought it was a really good move to play in the amount of minutes and to be in the starting lineup. You do see the problems though, defensively, just but because you know, he didn't, he didn't really get picked upon and he really, uh, he got a block. He really played spirit. You know, he's a fairly athletic guy. You can't be that I understand size. that, but you, you can't see, be that size and get in there, but you know, here's Caruso, Caruso got him on a couple drives. And well, there was, there was, there was a bunch of other good feeling moments in the, in the game. Like yeah. that, that tie, that jump ball between Caruso and Rondo. That yeah, was yeah. just terrific to see Alex playing. Well, I don't begrudge him one single bit. You know, I, I love that he played really well in this game because he had a horrible game against zero points last time. So it was good to see that. 
and I thought Lonzo played a great game. That was another positive thing that because I've always been a Lonzo fan. Would have loved to seen him go to the Lakers. And then, you know, and then Isaiah, just, you know, Isaiah, I think that there's an important role on the Lakers for the backup point guard behind Russell Westbrook. And that's a spot that I think Isaiah is perfect for on this Lakers team. And it'll be interesting to see what happens as we, I mean, can you imagine, you know, if, if you had a job like, uh, like Eric Pincus of trying to keep basketball insiders salary schedules and list of players up <laughs> with all of the changes that are going to go on, uh, if, who's going in and who's going out every time a player passes out of protocols, it's going to be crazy. Well, I just think when the dust settles, my friend, and at the end, let's say Anthony Davis comes back and you have to make a real hard decision on a roster, regardless of trades, you know, we're, we're not putting the prospect of trade right now. Right. Or I think that you, if he plays minutes, he's got to play minutes because if he's right. only coming in for 10, 12 minutes, Isaiah Thomas is not going to help you. But if he's coming in for 20 to 25 minutes a game and spot starting or doing whatever it is you mm-hmm. need him to do while people are out. Well, he can shoot so he can play, he can play the two guards. Yeah, but he does. He needs, he needs to be, this is because this yeah. goes back to his previous time in LA where he was only good in extended minutes. He's like a lot of players, but he can really give you a lot of points out there if he's playing extended minutes. So if he's getting 20 to 25 minutes, he can actually do a lot of good for this team. I would like to see him stay on the team instead of someone like Ken Bazemore, who has really been a disappointment yeah. from day one. Yeah. Then there's also the issue that you have to remember that you have, you have until January 10th to guarantee Avery Bradley's salary. And despite Frank Vogel loving Avery Bradley, it's a non-guaranteed contract for a team that added a 15th player only out of need, not because they wanted to do financially, because they've basically avoided it. And there's probably around uh, $5 million attached to Avery's salary because of the Lakers salary caps, uh, luxury tax situation. So they may decide to go back to 14 players too. That's another thing to look at. Although, you got to figure that unless unless we really have something wondrous happen in the COVID situation so that it just disappears. Um, and I think most people now accept that we're going to see COVID for many years and we're going to just get vaccinated every six to nine months for for as long as we can see in the near future. So it's it's going to be a crazy, it's going to be a crazy season just like the last two. And uh it probably won't really start in seriousness until, you know, February. One of the things that though the uh, that they did over the summer that they did just before training camp was bump up Austin Reeves from a two way to a regular contract, and he's played great. Great. I'm not yeah. trying to just raz on you know and make fun of Austin Reeves because obviously he did he did great, hit the game winner the other day in Dallas. But the thing is, you've already now committed to him on a full-year contract, which right now roster viability and contract gymnastics are now coming into play. And you basically pigeonhole yourself with Austin Reeves saying, we're going to commit to you for the year. and You're not going to drop him. So nope. like you said, when it comes to January 10th, the Lakers have to make some hard decisions on keeping Avery Bradley, keeping Isaiah Thomas around that time. He's probably going to get extended for another 10-day. So, you know, once you got to yeah. make an eventual call. Well, on somebody, there's probably going to be a half a dozen guys around, maybe probably 10 guys around, 15 guys around the league, one on what are every two teams, who's going to make a living simply because there will be somebody on COVID yep. on that team in protocol 
all the time. We talked about on the Lakerholics uh, back pages. Yeah, it's of like our the emails. movie replacement players, you know. With, James, uh, Ennis, uh, James Ennis the third. We've talked about. He's yeah. going to probably be someone that fits that bill. Well, Isaiah he was making Thomas, the play for the Lakers, so there's a chance, James. Uh, hopefully, he signed with us instead of somebody else. Maybe, but uh, right now he's with the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, that's right. I, think I forgot that, he signed there. Yeah, and well, yeah. unless he gets dropped by them, but we'll see what happens there. But with Isaiah, Isaiah is probably going to stick with ever team that he's going to be staying with for the rest of the season because he just scores too many points. Yeah. I think that if it's going to be the Lakers, that would be great. If not, then he's going to stick with another team. But if the Lakers let him go, that's some valuable offense that they're letting up. I think that Isaiah's got a good chance to stay. As I said, I think that we'll probably have a couple people in protocol. And then, you know, God forbid, what if somebody gets sick, you know? Maybe. Is there a possibility that- you think they'll extend it to 16 full-time players? That they, they'll go from 15 to 16. The thing that makes sense to do that is what do you want to do? Do you want to have a guy who sits there and gets cut and then brought back next week? And the next no, week but just a full time roster slot. So they don't, yeah, I know. So, it. I mean, why not add another couple spots and let have somebody who's there practicing with the team who can understand the plays and knows what's happening and they're just not active for games until somebody gets COVID? You know, it yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, I, I suppose in a way that's what the two-way players are. But again, people, teams, they sign two-way players for a different reason than replacement players, really. Yeah. Although in a lot of cases, they are the same reason because these are the guys that you're investing in. So obviously you should want to have them take, you know, play valuable minutes in a situation where they're required to. That's something that they never get in the G League is a chance to come up and play with a parent team and hopefully, you know, perform well. We'll just have to see. Brown, I think, made a couple of good defensive plays. Uh, missed a layup that I saw. Made another layup. Uh, so at least he got a chance to play. And you know, he's six five, I think. So he's not really a yeah. Big Sean D. Brown, just to let right. everybody know from, from right. the South Bay Lakers. And then Jay Huff is sitting there at the end of the bench, and unfortunately, he just doesn't move well. He just right, yeah. He's not going to stick. I don't think that, but. Right. It is the Lakers falling short in Chicago, 115 to 110. Want to thank you so much for watching and listening. But before we head on out, got to mention to you that Laker Tom has some great articles that you need to check out this holiday. And there are no excuses with a lot of places that are closed for the holiday break, not because of COVID, but for the holiday break. And one of the things you got to check out is his latest. Oh my gosh, he's at it again with Trader Tom. Three blockbuster Laker trades built around Russell Westbrook and THT. He's at it again. Also, as well, you got to check out what he's talked about in his articles with Frank Vogel, 10 Reasons Why Lakers Should Trade Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons, and so much more, plus Jamie Sweet's Five Things Articles, the whole nine yards. you got to go ahead and check out the entire experience today, Lakerholics.com. But before you know, my friend, wanted to go ahead and just say that I'm happy that you made it in. Wishing you the happiest of holidays. We're going to be back here pretty soon, but I will give you give, letting everybody know that here in a sec, but any last thoughts on the game or what's going on with the Lakers before we head on out? Well, I think the I think that the Lakers obviously opened the door to trading Russell Westbrook. So they've had discussions on that. That's been confirmed by several sources. Um, they've talked to people, but nobody apparently has been interested. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's – but at the same token, it's – the Lakers know that they have to make a move at this point in time. Otherwise they wouldn't have had these conversations about Russell Westbrook. And it's not necessarily that Russell Westbrook is 
the reason for the Lakers' problems because a lot of them, a lot of the problems are because LeBron James got injured and now Anthony Davis is injured. And Anthony Davis is underperforming. Remember that situation yeah. last year? You there, know, there's we, a myriad of reasons why the Lakers are yeah, where they're at. You know, so, so the whole point is is really that what the Lakers have to do at this point in situation is, and I'm glad that they're doing this because a lot of people would. There are a lot of general managers out there. If they had traded for Russell Westbrook like Rob Palenka did, they would be sticking behind Russell Westbrook all the way until they die. Because otherwise, admitting a mistake was something that they could not afford to do with their job security. The simple fact that they have talked about trading Russell Westbrook is an admission to a certain extent that, hey, maybe it wasn't Russ's fault, but for whatever reasons, this hasn't worked out. And also, we have a problem with LeBron getting older, and we have a problem with AD getting more injured. And we really have a problem with size, you know. And and, and if we're counting on Trevor Ariza to be the solution, like Gerald and I have said before, that's not what you want to put your money on, man. I think the Lakers, I'm hoping the Lakers see the same situation, and the obvious solution to me is Miles Turner. In whatever combination you have to put together, we have the assets that could bring Miles Turner here to play with Anthony Davis. And that would take the pressure off of Davis of having to play center. I mean, the guy the other day was talking about wanting to play small forward, you know, in his later days. And LeBron is shooting like he wants to play small forward. Although, I'll give you this, LeBron James had no problem going in there and banging with the centers and and doing, if you could take the heart out of that guy and stick it in Anthony Davis, you would have the best player in the world today. It's just so funny to see him when he's playing center and then he's still, when he's motivated, he's trying yeah, to block well, he shots. he has to be when he's playing center. He can't well, take, but he he's can't take off. But the thing is, he he's doing the whole coast-to-coast thing where he's rebounding yep. the ball and going out on the break and seeing him on that. When he's motivated to go ahead and, and do that, he, he really looks good. I mean, the, there is some defensive shortcomings by having him at center, but yeah. still, I mean, there's a lot of good things that could come out of it. But yes, yeah. I think that the Lakers, you know, we're going to see what kind of pauses that they can bring over the course of the next few days. There is two tough matchups this week with obviously what's coming up on Christmas with Brooklyn and then what's coming up on Tuesday with Phoenix. Now, you coming don't know with Brooklyn because all three of their superstars are now out on COVID. Yeah, you don't know which team you're going to get right there. Yeah. <laughs> so but you know what? The Lakers luck, they're going to be coming back. Yeah, uh, they'll all right be back. Now. They'll all be back Christmas Eve and, yeah. uh, and yeah, ready you know, for the, the league. The league and ABC will probably make sure of that that happening. And then yeah, Kyrie well, Irving I've already, back. I've already gotten, I've already gotten a half a dozen tweets about how LeBron must have paid off the NBA and you know the networks to, in order to make sure that he wasn't out of there. Well, you know, a Laker came uh, off t- the books today for health and safety protocols, but it was Kendrick. Yeah, Nunn. right. Yeah, but it was none. Yeah. yeah. So it is the Lakers, though. This week it is on Tuesday. Phoenix coming to the yep. almost crypto. You know, we had nine. We had what did we have? Nine games in a bubble like this? Yeah, something nine like eight games. Game. Eight, really eight games. Matter? Yeah, eight games now in the we, bubble. Now we got probably twenty-two that don't matter. Well, we'll see what from there. But it is Phoenix coming to the almostcrypto.com center on Tuesday. Then we've got Thursday, we've got a game against San Antonio. And then Saturday, the big one also on Christmas against Brooklyn. When does, it, when does it become crypto.com arena? On Christmas, I believe, from what I on remember Christmas. correctly. So, yes, get that right, everyone. Crypto.com. <laughs> there you go. The crypt, whatever you want to call the crypt. it. Oh, yes. Jesus. 
But you know it's going to be called the grip. Well, the way the Lakers might play, if they play bad, the jokes are just right yeah. themselves. But it is the Lakers facing off against the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday. We will be back for the post-game wrap-up then after the game. We'll go ahead, hopefully, with the Lakers win over the, one of the top teams. In fact, the NBA's best record right now in the Phoenix Suns. So hopefully the Lakers can go ahead and put a dent in that on Tuesday. We'll be back to talk about the game on Monday night slash Tuesday morning. I do have a great episode coming up with Jennifer Matthews Lewis and also Megan Price. They're both on together talking about COVID and the NBA and the teams that they cover. That's coming up on Monday night, Tuesday morning. And then of course you've got Tuesday with a wrap up with Laker Tom and I as well, but Laker Tom appreciate you stopping by on this holiday season. Once again, the Lakers fall just short. A little bit better execution. I think we would have pulled it off, but they do lose in Chicago in a very spirited performance, 115 to 110. If you have questions for us, at Laker Tom on Twitter, at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter, Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, or the best place to go for all your conversations so you can talk to Laker Tom in detail because you know what? He'll talk back to you in detail <laughs> right there at Lakerholics.com. Yeah, he doesn't have short answers. It's right there in paragraph form right there for you. But it is Lakerholics.com. Laker Tom will be back on Tuesday night covering the Lakers versus Phoenix. Looking forward to it. Hoping for a Lakers win. We'll find out this week. And hoping everybody will stay safe and healthy and will stay out of health and safety protocols and continue to listen to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs>